This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, February 17th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Snaps, always a target. FDA's industry critics take their case to the next step. And here's a programming note. Remember, Monday is a federal holiday. Daybreak will return Tuesday, February 21st. SNAP drug offender ban becomes target. A ban on former drug offenders qualifying for federal nutrition assistance is surfacing as a possible issue in the debate over the next farm bill. The Senate Agriculture Committee's two black members both raised concerns about the ban during a hearing yesterday on SNAP and other nutrition assistance programs. The ban hasn't been particularly controversial in previous farm bill debates, but Cory Booker of New Jersey and Raphael Warnock of Georgia didn't join the committee until 2021. Booker called the plan penny-wise and pound-foolish. Stacy Dean, USDA's Deputy Undersecretary for Food, Nutrition, and Consumer Services, says the Biden administration enthusiastically supports repealing the ban. By the way, Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow is brushing off GOP concerns that the Farm Bill is going to be harder to pass because of the sharp increase in the cost of SNAP benefits. SNAP is, quote, always a target in Farm Bill debates, so this year is no different, she told reporters. The committee's top Republican, John Bozeman of Arkansas, argues SNAP is crowding out other Farm Bill programs. You can read our coverage of the hearing at agripulse.com. Crop insurance services and climate adaptation options. The Government Accountability Office is out with a pair of reports that suggest possible changes to crop insurance that will raise concerns with farm groups. One report offers 13 options for helping farmers adapt to climate change. The options include requiring farmers to adopt climate resilient practices to be eligible for crop insurance subsidies. The second report highlights GAO recommendations to impose an income limit on producers who get premium subsidies. However, GAO notes in the climate report that means testing crop insurance conflicts with using the program as an incentive to get farmers to adopt climate-related practices. GAO is the investigative arm of Congress. Uh, report, uh, our uh, report of coverage is also found at agripulse.com. HHS Secretary pressed on FDA reforms. Consumer groups are joining Western Growers Association and some food industry groups and pushing Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra for stronger reforms to FDA's human food programs. In a letter to Becerra, the group say many experts agree that the reform proposal the FDA commissioner announced on January 31 falls far short of what is required for FDA to succeed in its food safety mission because the proposed deputy commissioner role appears to lack the authority needed to implement and sustain the needed changes. The groups, which include Consumer Reports, Stop Foodborne Illness, the American Frozen Food Institute, and the Consumer Brands Association, asked Becerra to meet with them to hear their concerns. The groups say they met with FDA Commissioner Robert Califf on Tuesday and left with the sense that the commissioner did not feel that direct line authority was needed. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000 plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. CDC, kids skipping fruits and veggies but not sugary drinks. As if more proof were needed that not enough Americans are eating healthy. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported yesterday that kids are not getting enough fruits and vegetables. Based on survey data, CDC says that in 2021, about one-third of children age 1 to 5 did not eat a daily fruit, and nearly half did not have a daily vegetable in the preceding week. In addition, about 57% drank a sugary sweetened beverage at least once during the preceding week. The percentage of children who did not eat a daily fruit or vegetable was higher among those who were aged 2 to 5 years, black or lived in households with limited food sufficiency, CDC said. CDC says only 1 in 10 adults get the proper amount of fruits and vegetables. Another big week for U.S. soy exports to China. The U.S. shipped about 1.9 million metric tons of soybeans to foreign buyers in the week of February 3rd to 9th, and most of those buyers are in China. That according to the latest trade data from USDA's Foreign Ag Service. The U.S. shipped more than 1.1 million tons of that total to China. Mexico, the largest destination for U.S. corn exports in the same week, Buyers loading up during trade tensions between the two countries over Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador's opposition to imports of genetically modified corn from the U.S. The U.S. shipped 386,000 tons of corn to Mexico during the seven-day period, more than half of the U.S. exports for the week, which totaled 670,500 tons. And by the way, the North American Millers Association issued a statement yesterday slamming Mexico's new decree banning biotech corn. Mexico's latest decree continues to wrongly call into question the safety of U.S. corn, NAMA President Jane DiMarchi said. Brazil's soybean crop seen lower again on southern drought. Drought in Brazil's southernmost state of Rio Grande do Sul continues to take a toll on soybean farmers, and the Brazilian consulting firm Agrao says it's again cutting its production forecast for the country. The firm lowered its forecast for Brazil's soybean harvest to 150.9 million metric tons, 2 million tons less than its January prediction of 152.9. Agrao's December forecast it was even higher, 153.6 million. USDA's forecast for Brazilian soybean production was unchanged this month at 153 million tons. EPA approves new cutoff dates for dicamba use in four states. Revised EPA labeling prohibits the use of over-the-top dicamba applications on crops tolerant of that herbicide after June 12th in Iowa, Illinois, and Indiana, and after June 20 in South Dakota. 
Last year, EPA approved two different dates for Minnesota prohibiting dicamba use south of I-94 after June 12th while keeping the cutoff date north of the highway at June 30. The federal cutoff date is June 30th. Well, here's today's He Said It. By leaning on the scales, they chose to disrupt the delicate balance of the Farm Bill Coalition and severely eroded the trust that is crucial to legislate and to govern. That Senate Ag top Republican John Bozeman arguing that the increase in SNAP costs that resulted from USDA's thrifty food plan update is complicating passage of a new Farm Bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, February 17th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.